You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. Hello, everyone. Today we are here with Amanda. Amanda, you have an angel story to share with us. I am so excited to hear it. Hi, Julie. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm very excited to tell my angel story. Okay, so I'll just start off by telling you that my grandpa and I shared a very special bond for even longer than I can remember. When I was a toddler, my grandparents were visiting when I began choking on a piece of an apple. And as the story has been told to me, I ran straight to my grandpa. He took one look at me and knew immediately what was happening. Without hesitation, he put me over his knee and struck my back, dislodging the apple in an instant. Now, let me tell you something about my grandpa. He had a thing for toothpicks. He always had toothpicks with him. I don't want to give you the wrong impression. He wasn't the kind of man to have a toothpick dangling from his mouth at all times, like with some quirky accessory. His affection for toothpicks was completely utilitarian. He used them after meals to clean between his teeth. (laughs) I remember as a kid on family vacations, I would scour souvenir shops for novelty toothpick holders for him. He always got a kick out of it when I added to his collection over the years. At the age of 87, my grandpa was healthy, active, and sharp as ever. One day, while going up the stairs in his home, he suddenly got very weak and fell. He was admitted to the ICU, and it was determined that the cause of his sudden weakness was due to a heart valve problem. His lungs were filling with fluid, but the surgery was risky at his age, and he didn't think he could make it through post-op, and he worried about possible complications like stroke. He knew he was dying and accepted his fate. In the ICU, I felt called to stay behind late into the night one evening. 
My sister and my husband stayed with me. I held my grandpa's hand for hours. I think he knew we were there, but his eyes were closed and he was struggling to breathe. We eventually had to go home to get some sleep, so we said goodbye, promising to return soon. He passed away later that morning. Before my grandpa's funeral, I put some toothpicks in a small organza drawstring bag along with a note asking him to make his presence known through toothpicks. I tucked the pouch next to him in his, in his casket at the funeral home. I should mention here that my dad's side of the family is Jewish and my mom's side is Christian. I was raised exposed to both religions. My grandparents would not normally celebrate Christian holidays with us, but after my grandpa passed away, we began to include my grandma in all holiday gatherings so she wouldn't be alone. My family's Christmas Eve tradition is to go to dinner in our favorite Chinese restaurant and then go back to my parents' house for games, snacks, and gifts. On Christmas Eve 2013, about six weeks after my grandpa passed away, my grandma, mom, dad, sister, husband, and I gathered around a table. The light above our table flickered. One of us suggested that the flickering light was a sign from grandpa, letting us know that he was there with us. The light flickered throughout the entire meal. With each flicker, we would smile and exchange knowing nods. After eating, we all opened our fortune cookies and read the fortunes aloud. When we were done, I noticed there was one extra fortune cookie on the table. Now, I happen to think fortune cookies are delicious, so I pulled the extra one toward me. I opened the plastic wrapper and cracked the cookie open. My eyes could hardly believe what they saw printed on the tiny piece of paper inside. Julie, you know how some fortunes have the learn Chinese thing on the back with a random word and its Chinese translation? Yes. Well, this one read, learn Chinese, toothpick. Can you believe it? That is just incredible that out of all the words out there <laughs> that you got the word toothpick. I know. I stared at the word in stunned silence. What? What does it say? Voices from around the table echoed. Well, when I revealed the message and passed it around the table, it was magical. There were tears and a warm, fuzzy feeling surrounded me. I still get that amazing, warm, fuzzy feeling when I think about that night. It's just so incredible to know that we are still connected. I have the fortune framed at home with a gorgeous photo of my grandma and grandpa is 20-somethings in love. And that's usually where I end the story, but this morning, while in the shower, I was thinking about how I would be sharing the story on your podcast today, and it occurred to me that I had no idea what the actual fortune said. I was so enchanted by the translation, I paid no mind to the fortune itself. So when I got out of the shower, I removed the fortune from the frame and read the back. It said, energy is equal to desire and purpose. With the flickering of the lights at the restaurant that night, it's hard to believe I could overlook that message. There were also lucky numbers on the fortune, 10, 45, 20, 21, 26, and 35. 
until I started listening to your podcast, I never paid attention to the numbers. But when you talked about the significance of numbers, I decided to look them up. I don't remember each meaning individually, but it seemed like there was a theme where all the numbers carry similar meanings suggesting transformation, purpose, and a connection to and guidance from the other side. That is so incredible. You know, and as um, I've been listening to you, there's a couple of things that are coming through. One, you've been really going through a spiritual awakening as your grandfather got sick and as he passed away. What he shows me is you coming into more of your own awakening. Is that right? Yes, and it's been actually very recently. I would say within the past months. Mm-hmm. So what you have to understand is that this happens as a process, right? Because if they were to take us through a spiritual awakening in an instant, it would shake our psyche to the point where we would have a breakdown, okay? And what you need you to know is that it's going to continue. Your spiritual awakening is going to continue unfolding more and more. And by more and more, I just mean that As you see these signs from him, because you get other signs from him, what is this place? He keeps showing me this place, and I see it might be two different places, but I see the birds outside. Do you see the cardinals? Yeah, I just rehung my bird feeder um, in my living room, and I do get a cardinal. He needs you to know that he, in that place on the other side, He needs you to know that in that place on the other side that I call home base where everybody has their own home, that's where he is. And what they've been showing me more and more lately is that if you could look out of your eyes and I look out of my eyes, we see the way that we want it to look and it can look different to each person. So if somebody wants to be surrounded by beachfront, right, that's what they see. And if somebody wants to see forest, that's what they see. But we're all in the same physical place, even though that's really hard and (laughs) trippy to um, wrap our minds around. But he just shows me this beautiful place on the other side, or he just shows me so much sunshine, um, the beach. Have you been thinking about moving? We are thinking about moving to a different school district. We don't have kids, but We're in the process of, well, we were just certified as foster parents, and we're awaiting our first placement. So we'd like to be in a better school district. So, yes, we are looking to move. Okay. Because he's talking about moving, and he wants to confirm and validate for you that that is the direction that he wants you to go. Um, Those kids are coming into your lives sooner rather than later. And so this is really going to be a big year for you and your, your partner. And he's so excited for you because he says that you've wanted to be a mom for a long time. Is that right? Yeah, I've always wanted to adopt specifically. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's something I've always wanted to do, and then it was suddenly the right time to do it. Yeah. He wants you to know how very proud he is of you. And he obviously knew your husband well, right? He loves him. Um, he's part yeah. of... He's part of both of your soul families from the other side. 
he wants you to know just how much work he's going to be doing from the other side to make sure that you are connected with the children that you're supposed to be connected with. And not just that, he says, you have to know that there are different parallels you see as a person doing this type of work with thousands of people. And what they always show me is that when we are called to adopt, it is because the souls from our soul family on the other side are coming through to us in a different way, okay? So those souls that you take care of and foster or adopt, these are souls that are still part of your soul family and are just as much your kids as if you had birthed them themselves yourself, okay? He he really needs you to know that they truly are part of your soul family. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you have this picture framed at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful. He thanks you for that. He also thanks you so much for including your, your grandmother in the traditions. Does she have a sister on the other side? Yeah, she never knew her. She passed away before she was born. She okay. was killed as a child crossing the street. Okay. So just know that he's bringing her forward and uh, wants her to know that he's not only with his family on the other side, but he's with hers as well. And he doesn't want her to be upset. He wants her to just really cherish all of the memories that they made together and that time that they had together. I know Thank that's you. a hard thing to do, though. Yes. it's. It's been hard, and we all miss him, but, you know, it's helped a lot to just feel the connection that we still have. Yeah. I know that you have a really good uh, relationship with your parents, but was he almost like a second fatherly figure to you, too? And I'm asking this because what he's showing me is when you guys were at his bedside when he was sick in the hospital, what he was just wanting you to know is that he couldn't leave with you there. Okay, the the process of going through from this side to crossing over to the other side is a very, very hard process. It kind of has this back and forth energy where we have to completely 100% release and surrender. And just as in life, we do things in different ways. So there are some people who need other people around in order to be able to release and surrender and let go. There are other people, though, more like your grandfather, who wouldn't be able to release and fully surrender if you were right there. So that's what he needs you to know, is that you weren't supposed to be in the room at the time that it happened. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your story. I am so, so sorry for your loss, and we're going to be praying for you, your grandmother, and your family. Thank you so much. And Julie, can I ask one thing? Oh, of course. I am like the family historian and I was doing some research on my family on Ancestry and I signed up for a newspapers.com subscription and was looking up relatives names from newspapers from the 50s and 60s and things like that. And doing so, I came upon some news that I never knew about that my grandfather was in a car accident in his mid-20s, and he, his passenger was one of his like lifelong friends. 
and he died in the accident. And I've been told that my grandpa never really was able to forgive himself for that and really punished himself all through his life because of the guilt that he felt. And anytime he was having like success, he would do something to sabotage it because he felt like he didn't deserve to be happy. And I just would really like to know if he's been able to come to peace. Yes, he definitely has. And all of that happens when we go through our life review on the other side, because it's not like we go through our entire life again. We go through major points, okay? And that was one of his major points. What he shows me is that as he went through that life review, what he was able to come to peace with is that the passing of his friend was part of his friend's life plan on the other side. His friend was never supposed to be here for the entire duration, the entire span of this life. And instead of beating himself up the way that he did, they wanted him to be able to move through that easier um, to find forgiveness in himself. And I, I do see that he wasn't able to do that in this lifetime, but he was able to do that on the other side. That review process is kind of a washing of all the low vibrational frequencies here on earth, anything that we felt or experienced, so that we're not carrying those low vibrations into the other side. We actually can't move into heaven with them. So we have to release, we have to let go those low vibrations in order to step into the highest vibrations of all the other side. And he's definitely there. He is so there. He is surrounded by loved ones and he gets it now. He's okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's so excited for you and this upcoming year. You've got so many big things going on and I just know that he will be there for you every step of the way. Thank you so much, Julie. Of course. Have a great day, Amanda. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Beautiful souls, we have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. 
That way, we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.